Boom, people. Welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I am Bridger Pennington. Today, we're going to talk about why starting a fund is not for everyone. Kind of a little bit of a rant in this episode, but I hope you enjoy. See ya. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. So recently I had somebody, and a couple people asked me this, Preston, Bridger, do you really expect average people to come off the street and really start a fund? No, I don't at all. Starting a fund is not for everybody. Starting a fund is like a big deal. And that's why we've created, there's so much content to create for this because it is a huge deal to go out and launch a fund. I, I believe launching a fund should be maybe your second or third business that you've launched. You should learn business principles in entrepreneurship before, in other places before you come and launch a fund. So this, this episode's a little bit of a rant, but no, I don't expect the average person to come off the street and start a fund. Not at all. Managing money is a big deal. Um, but I think a lot of people have misconceptions on what they need to start a fund and what they don't need to start a fund. And so I want to walk you through a few of my just short list of things that you need and don't need. So things that you don't need, let's start there. You do not need a Harvard degree to start a fund. You don't need to work on wall street for 20 years to start a fund. You don't need some magical pedigree with, you know, whatever network to start a fund. You don't need amazing, you know, pedigree of your know, father and grandfather were the Vanderbilt. You don't need any of that. Okay. That's a misconception that a lot of people have regular people that are smart and savvy and go through this next list can start funds. So the things that you do need though, to start funds are this. I, this is my short list. So you need to be first off good at managing money. If you're going to be a professional money manager, you should be good at managing your own personal finances, right? You need to be hardworking. It's amazing. I was talking to my brother-in-law yesterday. We were talking, he runs an amazing multi-million dollar business, um, has done really well, never went to college or he went to college for a little bit, dropped out. And we both were talking about the value, the overvalue that people put on a college degree. Now college is great. You can learn a lot there, a lot of networking, it's fantastic things that come from universities, but I think a lot of you, we were both agreeing this, a lot of university students go and turn their mind off. Like Bridget, what are you talking about? Turn your mind off. You're at school, you're learning, you're taking quizzes and stuff. Yeah. You're doing a lot of busy work, right? Your mind is turned off on your career life decisions and it's turned on of, Oh, I got to get all this busy work done. I got this assignment done. I got to get this test done. And it's just busy work to fill your days with sometimes mindless things. If you've been to university, like college university, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes mindless stuff of just memorizing facts and statistics and things that you're never going to use in life to spit out on a test. And you're filling your mind. You're not thinking about, Hey, what am I going to do when I graduate? What am I going to do in the next 10 years, 20 years of my life and career? How am I going to manage my personal investments and finances? Right? A lot of those questions leave your mind when you're at college. And it's a sad thing that happens at our college universities is you know, people are busy. They think being busy is being productive and it's not that way. And for a lot of people, like I was talking to my brother-in-law for him, it was just, it was just too much mindlessness. He had so much focus and could work hard. said, I, this just isn't for me. And he stepped out of school and launched a million dollar, multi-million dollar business has done super well. Um, anyways, working hard is crucial. And he talks about this all the time. He's like, it's very rare 
He said, I thought it was, I thought it was just common because I was this way. It's very rare to find someone that's actually willing to wake up and grind for a year without a paycheck. That's hard. That's hard work. When people talk about, oh, hard work, like, okay, digging ditches is hard work, but waking up every day at 6 a.m. and working 12 hours a day for a year without a paycheck, that is hard work. And a lot of people are not willing to do that to start their own business. They're not willing to invest, you know, two grand or five grand or even 10 grand on themselves, but they'll invest 80 grand on a mindless degree for a piece of paper that just kept them busy during the most, probably could be the most productive years of your life, right? You don't have kids, you don't have a spouse, right? Usually in college, you have time to go launch businesses and take risks, right? That's what we were talking about last night. And it's very few people actually we've found that are willing to put in the work. So if you, first off, good at managing money, hard worker, I put on their negotiation skills. You're able to build systems and manage teams. If you're able to find amazing partners and work with those partners well, and if you have an amazing investment strategy, those are the things you need to start a fund. You don't need to work on Wall Street. You don't need to go to Harvard, but you do need to be able to build systems, manage teams, bring people together, be an organizer, um, be the, the system builder, have a great investment strategy coupled with that. And maybe you partner with somebody that has that. Those are things that you need to start a fund. We had a lady on our support. She, uh, she asked us, Bridger, how, how, what kind of return can I expect from coming in your course? And we sell a, you know, a simple right now. It's a simple $47 course. And I, she said, what kind of return on my investment can I expect? And we just said, sorry, I just don't think this is for you. Right. We just said, no, you're not allowed to come in because we are actively, and people might say, wow, why don't you let her in? What are you doing? I am actively keeping people out of our programs and content just as much as I'm actively bringing them in. Now that might make you pause for a second. Like, Why would he do that? Because there are people, certain people I do not want in our courses and programs with our coaching because they are so just a, such a hassle and burden on support on me to help them. Right. I would, I would rather not take your money. Just keep your own money. Do you know, go somewhere else. We don't want you in our programs. If you have that mindset of, what, you know, exactly Bridger, what's the return on my investment that I can expect from you, right? I'm just like, sorry, this isn't for you. Um, and that might be harsh, but it saves us a ton of time and it brings, we want to bring in the right type of people. A lot of the content I create, I try to be polarizing with it because I want to kick out a lot of people that I don't want to work with. And I want to bring in and attract people that think like me, that, that are good at the things I just talked about, hardworking, negotiating, building systems, bringing people together. And that's what I try to teach and share because that's what's been successful in my fund when launching my fund. So with this, I, you know, no hard feelings. I love you. Um, but a lot of people we're trying to actually kick out to, to just to take, you know, burdens off our support and off of our, you know, content. Um, we don't want to work with some people. So starting a fund is not for everybody, but if you're hardworking, if you have good negotiation skills, if you can build systems and teams and bring people together and have that drive, Starting a fund is a very, very lucrative way to make money. And I, we kind of went through our mission statement. My mission is to help you design and build very lucrative funds for yourself and your family and your team. That's what all I'm trying to do. I'm helping you design a fund. I'm, I'm not gonna give you an investment strategy. Right? That's for you to figure out, but I'll give you a few ideas. But I'm gonna teach you how to raise money and build a fund. Those are the two things I'm focusing on in all my content to do that, to help you create a super lucrative fund. And that's what we're trying to do here on this podcast and our show and our, all of our products we sell and everything like that. That's, that's our whole purpose and goal is to do that. So starting a fund is not for everybody, but it's for a lot of people that, you know, 
they didn't work on Wall Street. They've had this misconception, this false belief that, man, I didn't come from the Vanderbilt family. I'm not a Trump, so I can't start a fund. That's ridiculous. There are thousands of funds in America right now launched and created by just regular, seemingly regular Joes that were just good at managing money, good at negotiation, good at finding deals, good at investment strategy, and good at building teams, right? That's it. And it's funny, I actually have a cool opportunity every week. I go and we have an entrepreneurship um, lecture series class. We hold at a university and I get to work with them. And we have these amazing entrepreneurs come and they're, I mean, they've either sold businesses for hundreds of millions of dollars or they're currently running businesses that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And these guys come on, I, I get to spend five hours with them every week. We talk, we have like a little pre thing at the end. We talk, we have like some food and stuff. And I get to meet these people and talk to them. And it's incredible just how much of just regular people they are right? I think that's, a, that's something that we, we often forget when we're pitching like limited partners that are going to be super big investors. They're just regular people. These are all regular people just trying to, to do, you know, to support their family. They're trying to make some money. They're maybe trying to get, they have a few things they want to leave a legacy. Maybe they want to get maybe some fame. Maybe they just want to make more money, whatever it is, but they're just regular people like all of us, right? They, uh, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like me and you, right? And I get to spend you know a lot of hours with people that are very wealthy and rich and we joke and laugh just like I'm talking with you know, my cousin from Canada or, you know, my, my buddy from down the street. We, I mean, we about the same conversations. We're talking about sports and politics and religion, whatever it is, right? It's not as crazy as you think to start a fund. So I hope this episode is a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a, you know, one off on, on some support tickets we've had, but I want you to know that's, that's where we're coming from with this episode. And I hope that you know that you can do this. I was able to start a fund. My dad, if you've heard his story, I mean, not that great of a resume, now runs a $20 billion fund. And a lot of the fund managers that I'm trying to bring on this show are the same way. Regular people that decided to work hard could set up, say, I can build a system. I'm not the smartest guy, but I can bring the pieces together and launch a fund. Um, I hope that gives you confidence in launching your fund. So anyways, love you all. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Hey guys, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, how to get going, how to get started, we did something cool. I put together what I call a mini vault and we've recorded a ton of training videos and resources to help you launch a fund. In addition to that, I gave you my favorite pitch deck that I used for a fund previously. I also give you a step-by-step guide of how to go through and launch your fund. Additionally, you once you get into our mini vault group, you are put into our private Facebook group and guess what? I go live in there once a week to answer your questions specifically about the fund and you get to interact with other fund managers from around the country and around the world. So if you're interested, go to www.investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop in and join the group, join the private members group, get the resources, download the PDFs, and I would love to see you in there. Love you guys. Peace.